Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Biggie's not even on full screen. There he goes. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Twitch.tv forward slash ice cream reports. How are we all doing today? First things first, let me check the audio. It sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. For those of you who don't know, uh, my name is Graham. I do have a sweet in my mouth. I apologize. So you will hear lots of. Nope, it's gone. <laughs> it fell out of my mouth. <laughs> I, I luckily caught it. I caught it. <laughs> luckily, I caught it because that was my last one. <laughs> It'll be gutted if it was just on the floor, like, yeah. Oh, we had no sound Dave for Zibby as well, so there we go. We've got him uh, back. That's unfortunate for you guys. <laughs> Very professional, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. I was trying to tell you that I've got a mouthful of sweets and uh, threw it away. Let me just close my blinds. There's extra sunlight coming through. We ha actually have sunlight in Manchester, Sistershire. Nice. Uh, but there we go. We should have Bibby audio now. Is that is that right? You can hear Bibby? I'm assuming that's okay. That's a proper tickle with that. I heard it. I <laughs> I heard it hit the bell. That was quality. I don't, I, think, I, don't, yeah, I didn't think it hit the mic, but it might have done. It might have done. There you go. Get away from your microphone and covered in spit juice. Nice, nice. Uh, anyway, anyway, sweets aside, uh, good morning. <laughs> How are we all doing today? How are we all doing today? Um, Callum says, yeah, can't hear me, but it's nice and sunny in Preston. It is nice and sunny in Salford, Manchester, Shishtershire as well. Um, which which is strange. I've had to shut the blinds because it's kind of like blinding me and then upsetting the whole vibe, uh, the atmosphere in the room. So, the, yeah, there's a bit too much light from this end, which kind of broke things. But there we go. Let's just get rid of the sunlight and be indoor creatures. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, my name is Graham. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. This is Bibi and we are ice cream uploads. And in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop, your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond. And some may say the UK's number one video game podcast. We are those people, but we say it still counts. It's our impressions, our opinions. And speaking about our impressions, we're going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games over the next hour or so. We go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m., Ish, ish, ish. We have any more that says ish, by the way, just just, just because we say it all the time. You know, it's this kind of thing. Anyway, we've got live at 10 a.m. ish on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads each and every single weekday. Uh, and we give you those thoughts and impressions, but we also want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions in return. This might be a live stream, but we turn it into a podcast, a video for YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So if you're in the chat, please feel free to get involved on behalf of everyone watching and listening on demand a little bit later on. I mean, if anyone just drops in halfway through the stream as well, that's all good. That's all beautiful. That's nice. But they don't get to realize that I've just spat a sweet all over my fresh new microphone. So, you know, <laughs> there's that. There's that. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> uh. um, before we do start, though, a couple of talking points. First of all, exclamation mark, Elgato. You can get your own Wave 3 microphone and cover it in your own spit if you would like to do so. I recommend that you probably don't do that. Um, but exclamation mark, Elgato. Uh, shout out to the Elgato guys for supplying us with a bunch of hardware for our studio setups. As well as that, exclamation mark, insert coin. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we've mentioned this, but myself and Bibby streamed on insert coins channels um, 
uh, channels channel uh, a, a few weeks ago, and we will be doing so next month too um, for the second part of our way out playthrough. Um, we are part of the, the Insert Coin Coin Army, so make sure you check us out over there. Exclamation mark Insert Coin should give you that. I think chatbot is open. It is. Let me test it. I'm gonna gonna make sure. Insert Coin. No, that's Insert Oin. Nice. There we go. Insert Coin. Hey, start today. There we go. There we go. Um, uh, very professional, says Gagad. Well, I mean, I bet you've never seen a stream of Spit Sweet over the microphone before. Oh, there you go. New experiences here on Twitch TV forward slash Green Muggles. I think you've had. Oh, nice, nice. Um, jump into the split screen. Uh, oh, we've still got Tony Hawk's £10 next gen upgrade as they're discussing now topic on screen. Let's get rid of that. Um, decent bit of news today. We have quite a few. Um, good stories. We've whittled it down to four to try and keep it to the hour-ish sort of time that we usually aim for. Um, but a lot to choose from. Before we jump into that, though, Bib, anything interesting happened yesterday? Anything you want to add? What you what you chuckling at? I clicked that <laughs> stream falling out of your mouth. Oh God, it's there. Well, first of all, I wanted to know that my stream deck actually worked. Um, because I've got a clip button on my stream deck now so i pressed the button went into the back end and it's there but i also clipped it in our dashboard as well so we've got two versions of that clip uh which is nice that we can share on social media a bit later on for all <laughs> yeah. you guys that have potentially missed it um but yeah yesterday what did i do yesterday oh yeah i did uh you you carried on streaming and i did a little bit more work afterwards um but I've just, who's that guy that's been banned my name is okay just, yeah, just whatever, out. i mean it, for those that can see it, someone's basically putting a GoFundMe link with um, an emotive story behind it in the chat, which, if it's real, um, you ask a question before you post that kind of link in someone's chat. You don't just drop into a chat and put it there. So that's the reason why I've got rid of it, because even though it might have the right intentions, it might not. It might just spam. If it had the right intentions, you do it in the right way. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, I played quite a bit of Genshin Impact yesterday. Um, it's a game that I've heard so many people talking about. A lot of people have told me previously that it is an absolute Bibby game, and I've just never got around to playing it. So I tried it on my PC. It ran like a bag of shit. Um, so I've tried it on my PlayStation. It runs amazingly. Um, a PlayStation 5, sorry, little flex. Um, and it runs amazingly. <laughs> so I played that quite a bit last night. Um, I did the first chapter. I think it, it's taken me like two hours, and I don't think it's meant to, but I just I kept on trying to find side missions and do a load of cooking stuff to try and get my cooking uh, proficiency up. And yeah, it's just how that game is going to be on the Nintendo Switch and Nintendo. Like me and you was talking about it last night, how they're not doing the Spider-Man pointing fingers meme is it's literally a carbon copy of Zelda with like a, like a Skyrim Dark Souls feel to it as well. Not in terms of the darkness, no, not the band. Um, but the, the, the way the, the combat is things, yeah, it's... There you go. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's got, in fact, it's probably not more like a Skyrim. Uh, it's more like a Dragon Quest feel to it. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, I'm thoroughly enjoying it so far, about two hours into it. Uh, it's definitely a game that I could definitely sink a lot more time into. But I've got so many games on the go at the moment, like I'm about six hours into playing Borderlands uh, 3. That's, again, a fantastic game. I'm really enjoying that. It's taken me a long time to be able to get uh, into playing it. Nice one, Asim. Yeah, absolute fucking legend. Um, but yeah, I'm finally getting around to playing that. I'm thoroughly enjoying my play. I just got, I'm, pl I'm spinning a lot of plays at the moment, Graham. What about you? Uh, well, I played PUBG. 
<laughs> just absolutely <laughs> surprised. Um, no, I, I was, I, I did play PUBG, but not with the intention of playing PUBG. It was more around tinkering with my setup. So anyone that tuned into the stream yesterday, after the scoop, uh, speaking of which, there's Bonsai. Hey, he was here for the stream yesterday. Welcome in, Bonsai. Um, I had a little bit of an issue where people watching the stream said the audio was perfectly in sync. Whereas when I was playing the game, so I was playing PUBG with you. You had an afternoon stream playing PUBG yesterday. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk <laughs> yes, about. I was open. <laughs> What's to do with this pop life and when's it, it going to fade, fade out? out? Then you got to realize <laughs> what we're doing is that. Okay, let's, let's, let's put a pin in that. We got, we got to give, give the, the melody, melody. we got to dig to the end. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but the car drive, I'm wear around my neck. Anyway, I apologize. I'm not going to continue. It only matters. Did you recognize that it's just about respect? Who's that? Who's that? Anyway, playing PUBG, the audio wasn't correct. Let's say that before we uh, before we start going back down the end sink. Oh, no, I said it again. No. <laughs> okay, no. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I had a little bit of a delay in the audio in my ear. Um, so I spent a little bit of time tinkering with stuff yesterday, changing the way that I use the Wavelink software. And basically what it came down to is I was watching one of the videos and Steggy, one of the guys from Elgato, says that um, there is zero latency coming through the Wavelink software. And I was thinking, well, there clearly is some latency because it's happening about a second after in my ear, whereas in the stream it seems like it's good. Um, anyway, I took off my Corsair headset um, put on my Astro headset, plugged that straight into my mic, and the hardware connection made it so much better. It, it was, I think it was flawless. Um, I need to play a little bit more to check. But now I have my Astros back on, plugged, excuse me, directly into my Wave microphone. The Corsair is back on the stand, chilling out up there. So, um, yeah, I think that was it. I think that was it. Nice. Um, uh, PUBG is king. There you go. Dirty pap. Hashtag banger, says Mr. T. Morning, lads. What's happening? As I come on here, you shaggers are doing a sing-off. Uh, you guys have missed... You, you guys have missed something. Something... Oh, a bib, I think you said you clipped it already. So Bibble bib will be able to bring you up I to have. speed. Uh, exclamation mark, Garlic Clark. Hey! I've got my very own Garlic Clark moment. I've just... Um, trying to show off people that I've got a sweet in my mouth. I'm trying to say, look, you might hear me eating a sweet... Um, and then I was kind of like trying to make the noise of moving it around my mouth. And then managed to spit it out live on stream. Yes, nice. There you go. Um, anyway, we've been live for quite a while. We haven't started speaking about news. So let's jump into that. Um, I mean, that's what you all turn up for, right? Right. Well, apart from me um, spitting sweets all over myself. There, there's a little all bit. All over the place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, first news story of the day. Um, is this from Game Informer? I mean... You might not be able to tell, but this is actually a news article. Game Informer's website is very, very outwork heavy, very heavy at the top, but you can see from the point. Anthem 2.0 cancelled by uh, Bioware. This is written by Joe Juba at Game Informer. Apologies if I got your name wrong there, Joe. Um, I don't, I've never seen the name before, so I'm assuming it's Joe Juba? Joe Juba? Joe Juba? I, I don't know. I don't know. Joe, thank you very much for writing the article. Uh, Anthem launched almost exactly two years ago, and the launch was rough. Many fans who saw the potential in the original version have been waiting for Bioware's Anthem Next update to transform the beleaguered game and turn things around, like Final Fantasy XIV or No Man's Sky. Unfortunately, that transformation will not happen. Today, Bioware announced that the Anthem update has been cancelled and new development on the game has ceased. Quote, In the spirit of transparency and closure... 
we wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development on Anthem, aka Anthem Next. We will, however, continue to keep the Anthem live service running as it exists today, reads the announcement from executive producer Christian Daly. In short... This means that all of the enhancements and changes the team has talked about in the two years since the game's launch will never be implemented. No tweaks to the javelins, no skill tree overhaul, and no artifact system. Though players can continue to access Anthem in its current form for now, uh, that form will remain full of unrealized potential. While Bioware and publisher EA did not provide detailed reasons for the decision, it's not hard to understand that investing in Anthem at this phase would be a risky proposition. Even if the team has wonderful ideas, are they good enough to turn around perception after so long? Plus, the extraordinary conditions of development during the last 12 months also played a role. 2020 was a year unlike any other. This is a quote, by the way. 2020 was a year unlike any other... um, However, and while we continue to make progress against all our game projects at Bioware, working from home during the pandemic has had an impact on our productivity and not everything we had planned as a studio before COVID-19 can be accomplished without putting undue stress on our teams, Daly says. Though Anthem was Bioware's foray into the online action RPG space, ostensibly as a rival to games like Destiny 2, it hit some obstacles almost immediately. A repetitive structure, unimaginative missions, and even uh, and an uneven integration of the single-player story got in the way of many players' enjoyment, and that's before they reached the sparse endgame experience. Though updates released in the months following uh, launch to address some of the major issues, it was clear that a more serious overhaul would be necessary if Anthem was to be redeemed. That was the goal of the now-cancelled Anthem Next. As tempting as it might be to remember Anthem as a total failure, don't forget that it also had successes as a core concept. Uh, uh, Flying through the world in a robo-suit and firing off a bunch of sci-fi weapons works very well and stands a part as a huge achievement. Game Informer's Andrew Reiner summed this up well in his review. Quote, the javelins are Anthem's biggest triumph, making almost every little action feel like you're controlling a superhero capable of unleashing hell. Javelins give their users temporary jet-fueled flight and a wonderfully deep arsenal of offensive and defensive tools to play with. Uh, As the game goes on, that well of toys expands deeply and in exciting ways. Uh, If you want a glimpse of the optimism surrounding Anthem before its launch, you can read back to the entire... Do you know what? Let's just stop there. Uh, We don't need to go back and read what happened before launch. What we're focusing on now, though, is this. Anthem 2.0. Anthem Next. The next big part of Anthem will never be. It has been cancelled by Bioware. Surprised, Bib? No. It's a massive shame. It's a dying shame. Hello? Have I accidentally muted my mic? Yep. It's a dying shame. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I managed to do that then because I didn't even like touch the top of the microphone. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it, is, it is very, very unfortunate. I mean, I don't want to say I told you so, but I could have called this a long time ago because the game just didn't, the game looked okay. It just what they were saying and what we got was two completely different things. Um, and it, it, again, it is massively unfortunate because there is a lot of people like Lee Schofield. Mister Mister Schofield himself was a massive advocate for this game. Obviously, before it came out, and then when he started playing it, he said he hit all the right notes. There just isn't enough to do. The end game in 
in an MMO, shall we say? Uh, I don't even know if this is classed as one, but it's a very, it's a, it relies on live service, and the live service it wasn't there. Like, there's nothing to keep on coming back and playing it. And if you've got a live service game that there isn't enough to keep on coming back for, your game isn't going to last long, unfortunately. Um, and that's exactly what's happened here. It's is moving the team away to go move onto Mass Effect and Dragon Age a smart move. I think in hind, I think it probably would be because I know Dragon Age is a much much bigger game than this, and Mass Effect's bigger than both of them put together. Um, so taking away resources from a game that's dying with a play base that isn't there anymore is the right move to do. It's just unfortunate it's come so soon. Um, I think this game, twenty nine, late twenty nineteen, it ends up coming out. So it's been around for fifteen months, and the game is dead already. <clears throat> I don't know how long they're going to keep the servers on for. Um, they mentioned in the article that the game is going to stay exactly how it is. So if you finish the end game and there's nothing and there's literally nothing else for you to do, the game is just getting shelved. Don't there's no point playing it anymore. <laughs> if you if you're probably a couple of hours away from finishing it, make sure you finish it, then shelve it. There's literally nothing else for you to do. Um, massively unfortunate. I can't imagine the servers being live by the end of the year. I may have just um hit play on the trailer and didn't realise it was going to be so loud uh, to give us yeah. a video in the background. So that's what that noise was. Um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Anyone surprised by this? Nah. Um, obviously, uh, an early version of the game, back in 2018, um, is when they uh, put that. So even if we go back to its earliest, uh, two, three years-ish, not not a long time, which is a shame because the game, like looking at these, this, this trailer, looks really good. Looking at some of the content that we've seen E3 and so on. Obviously, we've spoke about it a million times. Spoke about the javelins flying around. There you go. As I say, it happens on screen. This looks incredible. It looks really, really good. They had such a good idea, such a good concept. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much Destiny meets Iron Man VR, yeah. um, which is such a great crossover. But just because you've got a great idea doesn't mean the content around it is great. And I think this is this yeah. is going to be a long-time case study of... of Okay, it's it's great having a hype man, but but if your hype man's hyping up someone that's got absolutely nothing to say or not no charisma, no charm, nothing that's going to keep your attention, then mm -hmm. then what's the point? And that that's kind of what it was. They had the hype man. They had a lot of uh, noise. The, the 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 interesting thing though is 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 where where is where is the issue uh, in this? Obviously, people will draw their own distinctions in terms of. Um, is it EA just pulling the plug? Have EA killed another brand? Um, the people that I was saying yesterday, but I was seeing it in the comments on um, a number of posts on Twitter and, uh, around the news articles around it. There was people saying, do you know what? I, I don't believe it's EA because BioWare um, have had a long time to try and turn this around and we haven't got anything. So maybe it's got to the point where EA has said, okay, we've just, we just need to cut our losses. So, so is is it EA that's that's nerfed it, or is it a case of EA have gone look? This, enough is enough. We 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 did the the EA side of things. Um, obviously this is uh, just me. Um, not necessarily playing devil's advocate because we've not really got anything to go against just yet. But just giving you speculating. a yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so EA kind of did their job because as a publisher, your one of your main things is to get it out there and that worked um, getting the game out there it advertised it really well as well exactly it was everywhere looked incredible um 
And so that worked. We're still talking about it now. So in in essence, that worked very, very well. I mean, yeah, that was compounded by the fact that it wasn't the greatest, which that has led to a lot of the conversation afterwards. But EA's part were done. So was it a case of EA were at fault? I mean, I'm not saying that Bioware are at fault. I don't want to point fingers. But um, to do a little bit of that, because uh, you keep seeing EA get their name dragged for this, I, I, you kind of feel that if the game was promoted well if the game was hyped a lot uh then is it is it like yeah i don't know what what do you guys think what 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 do you guys think what do you guys think it, i genuinely think it's it, it is just the classic expectation versus reality it's unfortunate that it's ended up happening um i think they had much bigger ideas you'd, you'd hope it was a resurrection story very similar to what we'd seen uh with no man's sky uh that that came back from the dead after the devs put a stupid amount of work into trying to make it the game that they advertised originally, and now that's now that's an experience. That's a game. That's probably a game that's worth picking up to be able to go and play. And I know that the, there's still a massive community over there now that are enjoying what they've been provided with. I don't. I think they probably looked at the play base that's live now. Um, I think that Asim's pretty much taken the words out of my mouth, basically looked at the numbers and decided, no, it seems, uh, whether or not that means it's going to be people that are playing the game. Um, the, uh, by numbers, I mean people playing that would pro- probably potentially play if 2.0 came out and money gained from that. That's all it comes down to. It's literally down to money, whether or not the amount of money it costs to be able to put all this stuff in place for people to come back and play versus how many people are currently playing it and what how long it will take uh, for them to be able to bring it to that playable version shall we say um so yeah i i can see why they pulled the plug it is hugely unfortunate because this was definitely i think one of the biggest hype games of the last console generation and it's unfortunate that we're never going to be able to see the fully fledged version of it um because i do think there's a game there is a game in there somewhere there is a game just no one's been able to get to that point to be able to play the the game that we all come to expect from the amount of hype the amount of decent trailers that we'd seen from it um yeah it, it, i mean it didn't tick any kind of box for me to want to get into playing it and i play a lot of games it just yeah the, the, it always felt there was something off and it's it's easy saying that now in hindsight but i think if you go back to every single episode that we've mentioned anthem right from the beginning of the show started before he, uh, anthem uh even came out uh i i didn't like what i was seeing i felt there was always something a little bit off and it's unfortunately that's the that's the way it's ended up coming. Yeah, shame, it's a shame. <clears throat> Not surprised, but also still shocked at the same time. Um, is is the way that I would put it. I'm not surprised that this has happened. We we said a couple of weeks ago, yeah. or was it last week, that there was a call on Friday, and after that call, the future of Anthem could be sealed. Um, and we were speculating that there's a good chance that it could be killed. I was saying that that would still surprise me because of the quality of the concept and yeah. the level of development that went into the game. I mean, buggy or end game sparse or not, there was still some really, really good work. Obviously, the, the team at Bioware are an exceptional development studio. They've got a lot of talented people. Mm-hmm. So even though some of it didn't quite hit the mark, there was still a lot in there that was wonderful. Um, so... 
I am still shocked a little bit at the fact that it has been dropped all that time. That really good concept. I mean, using the word javelin as a suit, I know it's a word that exists, and but it's, it's meant, it missed, uh, exists in at least three different forms now, because obviously you've got the throwy javelin, the uh, the weapon javelin that you use to take out anti-aircraft uh, stuff, um, and then the javelins. I mean, cool words, nice. But that concept will never be used again unless someone picks it up or they revisit in a few years' time. I mean, there's potential for that. They could come back to it in a few years' time. Maybe maybe that is it. Maybe that's it. It's not dead forever. Maybe it's it's a, a, a dead in the essence of in 10 years' time, someone at EA might go, do you know what? Anthem's been away long enough for it to be a fresh start. Let's start again. There is something there. There is definitely something there. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that. But then again, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we wouldn't either. It's, it's, a, it's a frustrating one because I would have liked to have played this. I would have liked to have seen it... Um, achieve like realize its potential as the the way that they uh, phrased it in the article it never did and it never will now which is a shame which is a shame speaking of a shame uh i see that bibby has put a link in the chat uh i never would have thought though even if we even if we had a pool of it oh i think even if i had put a pool out as to how long this game would last i never would have said 15 months never i would have said at least two years yeah yeah I I expected that to be the case. Um, I wouldn't have thought that it'd been cancelled right now. But then again, it's when you've got a, a live service game and the, the numbers aren't there to, to stretch it out. It's been proven that it's it's difficult to turn that kind of thing around. It's, you need an exceptional circumstance uh, to turn that around, and, and they clearly don't feel like they've got that there, which is understandable because other games that will turn it around. So in that article, it mentioned No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky arguably, um, won't have cost as much as Anthem would have done. They won't have had as much sunk into marketing. So Anthem already has a lot more to claw back. And the other example yeah. that they put in there um, was Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy has, has 30 years of history, of fandom to build on. Anthem was a fresh start, which it doesn't have that before. So, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me. Doesn't it? It doesn't surprise me. It's, it's, it's frustrating, but it doesn't, doesn't surprise me. Anyway, speaking about frustrating and surprising, uh, is this the greatest ever start to an episode of the Scoop? Says uh, Ice Cream Uploads on Twitter. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Biggie's not even on full screen. There he goes. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Twitch.tv forward slash Ice Cream Uploads. How are we all doing today? First things first. Let me check the audio. It sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. For those of you who don't know, uh, my name is Graham. I do have a sweet in my mouth. I apologize. You will hear lots of. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, do you know what? Despite all of that, I appreciate you all still turning up here each and every single weekday, for fuck's sake. Oh, that's, that, is, that is incredible. That is incredible. Anyway, back to the news. Back to the news. Um, Mr. Gary Clark in the chat says, yeah, I'm not surprised this has happened either. I think writing has been on the wall for a while. And like Asim said, the money and resources that would be used for something that uh, that people potentially wouldn't play put EA off, it seems. I mean, understandable, understandable. Um, I mean, what, when I mentioned EA as well earlier on, obviously I'm talking EA corporate um, because Bioware is EA. It's, it's the same company, obviously different different branches of it, different teams. Um, but the people... That when I when I talk about EA in general, I'm talking about the board, the money uh, people, the people that have the the checkbooks and so on, and they will have gone. Hold 
You are yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and they would have seen, okay, well, this huge potential, this huge potential for profit. But with that huge potential also comes the huge potential for failure, a chasm, a money well that could just keep swallowing up all the cash. So they've just gone, do you know what? Let's just put all of those exceptional teams that we've got onto other things. Um, and yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. So Anthem is no more. That probably will never be featured as a headline story on the scoop again, which is a shame for Anthem. Do you know what? It's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, I might like some stuff, but they're not on. Interesting. Uh there we go, they're back again, nice. Um, anyway, let's move ahead, let's move ahead. Don't need to uh, keep flogging a dead game. Uh, yes, nice. Well, nice. I've got a little bit of a snippet of a headline here that we could possibly talk about tomorrow. This is a bit of a doozy. Ooh. Activision has said that a fully installed and updated version of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and Warzone may no longer fit on a 500 gigabyte PlayStation 4. What? <laughs> That is ridiculous because if it will no longer fit on a 500 gig PlayStation 4, a game that they've made for a PlayStation 4 doesn't fit on a PlayStation 4 is is baffling. But also the fact that your PlayStation 5 is only 380 gig more than that or something. Is it like 890 yeah. gig? And that, that does, does that not even include the OS space as well? So you've got like 350 gig. You can have COD and one other game on your PS5. Mm -hmm. That is ridiculous. Straight from the arse's mouth, that as well. IGN are reporting it, and Activision have said it. So uh, that's definitely something that we could talk about tomorrow, but that's breaking news as we... You see what I mean? We're a video game. We are a real show. We bring you breaking news as and when it happens. <laughs> it's it's baffling. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that as someone that's just sticking the boot in as well. I, I do like a bit of Warzone. It's a nice change of pace. Um, I've played CODs for a bajillion years. It's just... It, it, it has been a meme for like the last 15, 16 months on it about Warzone just getting bigger and bigger. The the fact that I think it was you that told me and the chat as well that every time you have to install an update, it kind of the, the, there's a disparity. So that you might have 100 gig on the console, but it has to reinstall the entire game, which could be 200 gig. So yeah, it's 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 bonkers that they've just not managed to find a way around that. Yeah, PS5 can can do it in like, not interlaced. It's not the right phrase, but I'll go with that one. So PS5 will go. Okay, we need to update 20 gig in your game. Here's 20 gig slot in that space. Whereas the PS4 goes, we need to update 20 gig. Here's the full 100 gig file which has the 20 gig fix in it, and it's like, oh fuck, oh, okay, or 500 gig as it is now. I mean, the game is good. The game works really well. It's got all sorts of stuff going for it. And and technology moves forward. That's that's the point. But the issue for me is I remember I remember a story around Pokemon. Who who's the Nintendo guy um that that made Pokemon? I can't remember his name. I Mr. Nintendo guy. You someone will name it in the chat, no doubt. So I'll keep continuing. Um anyway, he um they were looking at getting Pokemon on a cartridge and basically Pokemon was too big for a cartridge. So that's technology and, and experiences moving forward, but too far. The idea that, oh, this, this game is incredible. There's so much to do in there, so many different worlds. We've got all the battling phase, you can move around, and it's great. Anyway, Mr. Nintendo guy, whoever's name, uh, Mr. Pokemon, there we go, uh, took the game home one weekend um, and then brought it back in on the Monday, and he'd managed to tinker with the code and cut out so much processes and stuff to keep the game exactly the same, but managed to fit it on a cartridge. And that's the balance that I don't think... I think modern technology is almost kind of 
losing that touch because back then you'd get Mr. Pokemon who um, uh, knew... Toshish Tajiri. There you go. There you go. Um, so Mr. Tajiri, Tajiri-san uh, would know the coding enough to get it to fit into the systems. Whereas now, because there's so many different teams and developers, it's kind of like, okay, uh, well, that's a gig. All right, that's fine. My, my, my bit's a gig. Okay, well, my bit's 20 gig. Yeah, okay, my bit's 50 gig. And it just gets stacked up. And these, it's every, all these wonderful teams of wonderfully talented people are doing things at the absolute best that they can be, but there's no consideration for functionality yeah. in terms of where does that all fit in now so it's good that things are moving forward that we are getting the 4k graphics and the high fidelities and all the rest of the stuff it's just it yeah. also part of the battle is keeping that within the constraints of the environments that you've got to play it and a lot of people the overwhelming majority of people will be playing that on the ps4 for the time being well on a playstation scale i mean i mean yeah. not not pc or xbox i mean just ps4 versus ps5 but yeah sorry what you're gonna say I mean, if you're having to reinstall a whole 141 gigabyte, like what uh, what Asim's just said in the chat, 141 gigabyte. Imagine if you have slow internet. Like mine isn't the fastest in the world, but it's it's more it's more than enough for me to be able to download a game, and it's more than enough for me to be able to play a game and stream it. Especially if it's an online game, I can do that. That's fine. But in a lot of places, probably especially in America, like imagine having to re-download 141 gigabytes every single time there's a new patch coming out because it won't accept that amount imagine having to go out and buy a new hard drive now because uh, i've still got my base ps4 it's still got the 500 gigabyte and i never bought a ps4 pro i never bought a um, hard drive for it so i would be one of the people that are losing out not that i play it um, but I would have been one of the ones that are potential losing out on it. So it's, it is a massive shame. It feels like it, it feels like a robbery more than anything. Um, that someone somewhere has missed something so big um, that has kind of changed the course of how this this game should be. Well, technology should be working with a game like that. I don't know. It's 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 bonkers <coughs> to me. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Uh, I'm not against b- games being large. I'm not against game, games being bigger and better. But arguably, what does Warzone offer that is so, so much more advanced than Fortnite and Apex and PUBG, which you can download and install and fully up-to-date, have fully up-to-date, that um, would probably take up half the space? What does it offer that is so big that needs that? And I I, I just can't see it. I I can't see it. (laughs) I don't know. I can't see it. It's the name. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, don't get me wrong. There is two parts to it. You are getting Warzone, and you are getting the Call of Duty single player multiplayer experience. But even still, that still doesn't need to be that that large. I mean, I'm saying that doesn't need to be. Uh, I'm not a dev, so what what do I know? But you, but you get the angle that I'm coming from. If multiple other games can can run single player and multiplayer stuff, you could install the best single player experiences ever. So, so install The Last of Us and then install some multiplayer games and some Battle Royale games, and you could probably install loads of those, uh, th- not loads, a few of those, and still not come to the size of COD. So it just it just feels... I know it's a meme, we're taking the piss, but it also feels a bit lazy at this point. Like, just fucking do something. It's not consumer-friendly. That's all it comes down to. If you want the people to be able to play your game, make it consumer-friendly. And like Gary just said, then it could just be a case of someone at Active forgot to press the compress, compress file button. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a dev. I don't know how it works, but if that's the case, 
Yeah, it's not, it's not very consumer friendly having to uninstall and reinstall the entire game and then finding out that it doesn't actually fit on your hard drive is a bit of a travesty, yeah, especially this day and age. Just want to shout out to uh, Pipkiles, who's uh, redeemed this as well. I didn't see this in the chat. So here, here you go, Pipkiles. Disco lights. Oh, yeah. Disco lights. Disco, disco. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I love how when there's an update on PUBG and you have to keep reinstalling the whole game. Yeah, it's only 21 gig, uh, but it's still bloody annoying that it does it each time. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, that, but that's the thing. Like PUBG doing that where you have to reinstall the whole game um, is one thing. But Call of Duty doing that, then that's like ten things. It's it's, it's that times ten. It's, it's it's there's no need for it to be that big. Uh, Fortnite updates regularly, it's a couple of gig each time, which is fine. But I have to keep reinstalling the whole game as a joke. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the joys of next gen. Joys of next gen means we don't have to do that. I mean, I would I would be interested to see whether um, COD, um, Cold War slash Warzone on a just PS5 version would be lesser than that. Because I know that the PS5 version does have 4K um, textures and ray tracing elements and stuff. So there's a lot more size and space there potentially. But one thing that the PS4 does is it doesn't have an SSD. So it basically uses a hard disk. A hard disk, if it, in the simplest terms, is a disk that spins around. Uh, so for it to access certain bits of information, be that a building or, or something in the game, it has to wait for the disc to spin around or spin around the disc and pick up that information and put it back and display it on the screen, whereas an SSD is just readily inf uh, available information. And the way they speed up loading in games is rather than having that one building saved on the far end of the disc, they'll place it in multiple spots in the disc so that the game can call on that data much, much quicker. It also means that that data has been replicated four, five, six, whatever many times um, so that the size of a game is larger. I wonder if that would be something that that could be scaled down a little bit, maybe, as we come to uh, PS5. But that said, if we've got a 500-gig uh, game on the PS4 that's not accounting for 4K graphics um, fully and ray tracing, by the time it gets to PS5, then basically just get on the phone to NASA or to your local data storage center and just book yourself out a server because I think that's probably the best way that we need to go. Nice. Yeah, wonderful. Nice. Um, anyway, if you can't play um, Warzone because it's extremely large, then there is another Battle Royale that you could play. Uh, and you don't even need a PlayStation for it. Uh, this fresh news, uh, which... Uh, kind of catches my attention. I'm still to form my opinion on this yet, but as you can tell from that word just there, PUBG. Uh, this is written by uh, Liana Ruppert at Game Informer, and it says, PUBG New State. So PUBG Studio announces the future of the Battle Royale franchise with PUBG New State. Um, Crafton Inc., has revealed the next step for player unknown uh, for the player unknown's battleground franchise with PUBG New State developed by the PUBG Studio New State aims to recreate the original battle royale experience and evolve it into a new futuristic adventure for both new and veteran players on both iOS and Android platforms uh, PUBG New State is the latest game in the growing PUBG franchise from the original creators of the player Un of, of player unknown's battlegrounds and will be a free to play uh, experience for mobile players later this year given the fan support and massive success of the previous games, it is humbling to be able to build and introduce the next game in the franchise that revolutionized the Battle Royale genre worldwide. Uh, Min Q Park, executive producer of PUBG New State, tells us, uh, quote, we want to build 
on that legacy by creating an experience that pushes the limits of mobile gaming. Watching our team come together to develop a global product has been an amazing experience, and we are confident that it will speak to audience to all audiences when it launches later this year. I'm going to hit play on the video, so you may hear a, a jolt of noise before I get to mute it. Uh, nope. Muted. Nice. Um, so with New State, the PUBG experience has been built from the ground up, optimized specifically for mobile platforms. It aims to take the gunplay and mechanics that many loved in the original iteration, as well as combat stylization, and pair it with new improvements thanks to the studio's rendering technology called Global Illumination. Unlike the current mobile experience for PUBG, this iteration is specifically created to maximize the mobile platform in a way that the original didn't. Uh, additionally, uh, PUBG New State will also offer new features to players as well, including new ways to customize in-game weapons, performance enhancements, fire mode selections, and even grenade launcher attachments. Drones, ballistic shields, combat rolls, and more will also be a part of the newer experience as well as new vehicles to take on an 8x8 open world. As for when the new game is set, PUBG New State will thrust players into the year 2051, uh, years after the original game. The battleground in question is called... Is that... Troy, T-R-O-I, I don't know. A new stomping ground where, uh, where veterans of PUBG can see just how much the universe has changed between the two title settings. At Crafton, our goal is to create masterpieces that provide premier gameplay experiences. With PUBG New State, the next title in our growing PUBG franchise, we hope to realize that vision, says C.H. Kim, CEO of Crafton Inc. We are giving our full support to, to PUBG Studio to ensure that they continue to develop games that feature their unique identity, further solidifying its position as the pioneer of the battle royale genre. Um, so there you go, PUBG New State, new PUBG experience, but only for mobiles, at least for the foreseeable. There's been a lot of talk of PUBG 2 recently. I'm not sure that this is where that talk finishes, um, but what are your thoughts on PUBG New State, babe? I mean, uh, you showed me the trailer this morning, and I I genuinely thought if you didn't say if you didn't put the the words mobile in there, I genuinely thought that this could look like the, the uh, a brand new version of the game. As in PUBG 2.0, it could have quite easily been um, a, a new gen console version of the game. It looked great. It looked fantastic. There was obviously some CGI uh, trailerish bits in there, but then it also looked like it blended it really well with some of the uh, what looked like a bit of gameplay footage as well. Um, as someone who doesn't play PUBG anywhere close to you, from the outside looking in, it's. Uh, doing a mobile get version of the game is i imagine the mobile base is so much bigger than the player than the console and pc base of this because why would they start with the mobile version first unless it was so easy to be able to do the mobile version first um but it looks like they're looking after the mobile market first i, I, I said first about 10 times there but um what did you uh, say first first <laughs> <laughs> for me the trailer looks dynamite like it's a very 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 well done trailer but then you also said the way that they do the trailers is to obviously sell the game, um, <laughs> which is the purpose of a trailer. I think it looks great. Um, how this will translate to mobile, uh, even the first person aspects. I mean, I've got the, the the video preview on now and I'm watching it a little bit delayed, but even the first person part of it, it looks brilliant. It looks like a, it looks like a battle royale first person shooter game that I would actually love to be able to play. How this plays on mobile, I don't particularly like the mobile version of the game. I think it is a little bit clunky, but I'm not a mobile gamer by any stretch, so it doesn't work for me. Like Warzone on mobile, mobile doesn't work for me because of my fat fingers. And I don't know how people actually play these games. And I don't mean that 
in in a horrible sense. Like, do they actually play it on the mobile or do they play it on tablets? I know it's a mobile game, but you can play it on tablet. Both. I was watching someone. Yeah, I was watching. I don't know who it was, but he was like the world's number one player back when we was allowed in the office. Like the world's number one Warzone player, and he was playing it on an iPad. Yeah, so a lot of players play it on um, iPads. Some do use um, like peripherals, so they'll hook up controllers or, or or bits afterwards. I don't know what what the what's the word I'm looking for. I don't know how people judge that in terms of if that's seen as being true mobile or frowned upon or what. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. But a lot of the content creators that I've seen will sit there and have their iPad hooked up to their stream and sit with the iPad on the desk in front of them and they'll be playing it on the iPad using a lot of the on-screen controls. And I'm, I, if that is the case, I assume that is because that is esports format i.e that's what mm. will, they'll play when they get to the event so it's all right having yeah. your it hooked up to your scuff controller and smashing it but then when you get to the event you're not allowed to use your scuff controller and you have to use on-screen controls whoops bashes the mic um yeah. then yeah that way but i think you're supposed to i think it was like a seven inch screen was like the maximum i'm i get it's something that i read a long time ago when it comes to mobile games but like they'll have like a razor sponsorship so when they get there they'll be using a razor brand new razor mobile phone or gaming phone or whatever it'll be like a seven inch screen and they have to use that um so yeah it's it's interesting but i mean as a trailer it looks great everything that it offers in the game looks great as someone from the outside looking in i would probably play this um for a brief short amount of time um before i get bored no doubt yeah i mean um but it, how do you think this would translate for, as as a PUBG guy? How do you think that this mobile version would translate? Do you reckon everything that got shown in that trailer would be something that you really would like to see in the console version of the game or the PC version of the game? Does it, does this trailer hit all the notes that you would like to see from a, a console standpoint? Um, no, no. Uh, but I, I elaborate. I'm fully aware that I don't speak for everyone, although I clearly speak for Bonsai because uh, he's in the chat. And he says it looks good. But do I want this version for console? Probably not. I hope we get a new PUBG game for console, but I hope it sticks to what makes PUBG great and doesn't do what COD did and go all futuristic, which didn't work out well for COD either. That's my worry. Is yeah. one th I don't think this is being futuristic. No, it, it isn't, but it wasn't with COD either. Um, it, this is only 2051, so it's it's 20 years away from now. That's it. Um, but that gives them a little bit of license to, oh, let's just start to do a couple of drones and then and then and then let's just have a bike with tires that look a bit like it's from tron and then and then let's just have full robot exoskeleton suits that double jump mm. and wall run and then let's have a mission in space and then let's be on mars and then let's actually just kill off yeah. the human and it's like fuck's sake yeah and that's that's my issue i mean we sit i've seen a lot of it with with crafton's decisions around content in the game they i hate the skin situation in the game because I, a, a lot of people choose a female character in the game for a physical benefit of the, the female character's skin is smaller marginally than the male character, um, not skin, the body build kind of thing. Um, so visu visually, you, you're marginally harder to see. So a lot of people choose that. And, and I don't know if that is the reasoning for it, but PUBG have a very, very strong tendency to put out mini skirts and, and, and tank tops and boob tubes and and questionable outfits they've gone down an avenue and just run ahead to the point where they're just making horrendous clothing decisions um 
and if that's what they like with skins, then I imagine if they start yeah. to go 2051, okay, let's let's make a 2061, then let's make a 2291, then let's make the year 3,456 where we're all just like we've, we've a past, uh, evolved past physical state and when it's now just a conscience game of the mind. And it's like, fuck, I want, I want a 500 people with a gun. <laughs> so that's literally it. Yeah. Um, that said, See, I'll re- I really like this. I'll, I'll rewind back. I'll rewind back. So that's my, that's my, that's me being worrying about the state of PUBG from what I've seen. This, as it's standalone game, what does it look like? It looks like PUBG. I can see PUBG mechanics. Um, I can see the way that players fall to the floor when they're being knocked. A lot of the same stuff from PUBG. Okay, that's a good for me. Obviously, I play PUBG all the time. I can see drones. I can see uh, vehicles, more vehicles. Um, okay, that's nice. The textures and the map looks great. This image here looks like... Um, it looks like a cross between Verdansk from Warzone mixed with the map from Blackout. Um, it, it looks kind of like PUBG meets Blackout slash Warzone. Um, the fact that it was very high-paced and stuff, maybe a bit apex So all of those games are exceptional. So that, and it said, this as itself, I actually quite like the idea of. Um, I probably won't play much of it because it is a mobile game. But if they brought this to console, I would probably play it and I'd probably enjoy it. I probably wouldn't stick with it as long as I've stuck with the normal PUBG just because it doesn't scratch my particular itch of mm. right here, right now. But I played um, Modern Warfare for years and Modern Warfare, the first one was kind of like boots on the ground. The second one and the third one were kind of like stepping more towards futuristic warfare and I enjoyed them. As long as it doesn't go too far forward, then there can be some good stuff there. So... This could be good. I could enjoy this. It's it's not what I want from from PUBG. Like I was on stream yesterday, and I was talking around how PUBG started out as a one hundred player fight to the death. That's what it was. You right now in a world that represents the world right now, drop in against one hundred other people, and you fight to the death. Whoop, bashing the mic. Um, and that's it. But now there's missions and stuff to do in games. So sometimes the guy that you're fighting against isn't even trying to kill you. He's just trying to stay alive for 15 minutes because he's got a mission for it. There are NPCs running around the game that have loot on them as well. There are bots running around the game trying to kill you uh, and, and that sort of stuff. So it's that's my worry is that the game's gone away from the core Battle Royale experience. And and arguably, they've evolved Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Evolution is good. Um, I just don't want evolution to the point where you forget the foundations um so yeah that's where i'm what where it that this there's nothing in this that's that i can see that looks particularly worrying or bad it's just the mm-hmm. fact that if we go too far can we come back that's that's kind of my thing yeah. curveball i know you're not allowed to use controller on pubg because we've I've, I've tried it many times it just unless i'm trying something on my phone that i'm not that i haven't got installed so therefore it won't let me use it um, but what about if this was to come out on the Nintendo Switch? Your thoughts then? Um, I, I would try it. I mean, I don't play my Switch much anyway, but I, I would definitely try it in the same way that um, I would try CODs and things like that. Um, if there is a COD on the Switch, I don't know because I don't play it. <laughs> so no, yeah. There, is, there isn't, unfortunately. It, I don't understand how the mobile games, it, it, it always baffles me. You've got a mobile market, which is fantastic. Your install base is always going to be huge. But there's obviously, there's a massive, massive area of the Nintendo Switch which isn't being utilized yet. And that is the likes of this. The likes of PUBG coming over. Fortnite's there. Not everyone likes Fortnite. 
everyone wants some people might want a military shooter you've got call of duty mobile which is doing extremely well why why are they not able to just port that over you've got pez mobile why are they not able to just move that bit over so we've got a pez on nintendo switch yeah, you, there's a massive area bizarre. of mobile games which haven't been able to get ported over yet and i still don't understand why you can understand a few years ago if it was like oh we're not sure at install base you can understand why people didn't make games for the for the psp outside of japan or the vita um same sort of situation or um the Wii U, fair enough. I mean, that's really a portable console, but but the Switch, okay, a couple of years ago, you could have that argument. Now, not so much. It's absolutely selling shitloads. So it does. It is bizarre that they aren't just porting that over. I wonder. I wonder if that's a. Is there an install base for shooters? There is there an install base on. Is there difficulties with Nintendo systems? And uh, I'm not not sure. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a, a bit of it all. But if like you say, if, if Epic can do that with Fortnite extremely quickly. Then surely mm-hmm. it can be done. They adapted so well. Yeah. They brought a Viger over now. I'm not sure how well that's doing. Um, but again, it's just a massive. Like the door, I can't think of a competitive first person shooter that's on the Nintendo Switch that's thriving. Can't think of one. Uh, and at is, all. Is that. No sports games. Is that because the Switch has been proven to not be good for those? Or is that the Switch has never had those? So there's no install base. And is that is that chicken and egg? Is it a vicious circle kind of thing? Which one comes first? Is it is it the fact that there's no games yeah. or is it the fact there's no community? And so well, try yeah. it with the mobile game first. Yeah. Instead exactly. of trying to move C at CSGO over to the likes of a Nintendo Switch, you've got mobile versions of your game. It's an APK. If you're on an Android, I'm not sure what the, the file type is on a an iOS device, but if you can you should you should People have managed to get San Andreas running on a Nintendo Switch and a PSV very, very recently. Like, so that you, you can use the mobile versions of these games and port them over to home con- to, to, to home consoles, whether or not that be a the PSV or a Nintendo Switch. Very recently, like MVG has just done a video on this. Like, it is possible. So you, it, there's no you can't move mobile games over to consoles because it's been it's been being done in hand, in the handheld world of Vita and the Switch both have now what mobile games being ported over to them so there's no this can't be done yes it can it's just whether or not you're able to try and access that live service part of it because obviously that San Andreas is an offline game I don't know there just isn't a wide variety of sports games on a on a on a hybrid console like the Nintendo Switch or a, a, a true handheld like uh, the PS Vita, and I don't know whether or not uh, we had Call of Duty on the PS Vita, and it was fantastic. Black uh, was it was it Black Ops Declassified? That was a fantastic game. I played so much uh, online stuff on that. I mean, the, the the offline was just a campaign where you had to get three stars in every single one. It was well hard, um, but that was a fantastic online game. Killzone was another online game on the PS Vita, and they did very very well. It makes as far it, as I'm aware. it makes me wonder though that if they did well from your perspective uh, maybe they didn't do well enough for their perspective and that has been the trend that has been set going forward so, so mm. let's let's say it costs i mean i'm going to pick some really low numbers but round numbers let's say it costs a million to develop killzone for the playstation and it makes yeah 10 million back way but let's say it costs half a million or a million yeah. again to make it for the vita and it only makes a million mm-hmm. back it's like okay we're breaking even it's not worth it and maybe they've seen that as that's the precedent that's set everything going forward it, yeah it, they need to wait until there's a very comfortable comfortable figure of a mobile market or a mobile console market before they look to jump into that maybe maybe surely you can't get much bigger than PUBG though if that's the case oh, no, the i don't mean warzone and PUBG on the mobile 
it, you've already got an established customer base there, haven't you? No, I mean mobile and console the, the, the... in terms of like Switch. Oh. So maybe they, they're waiting until there's saturation for Switch or until they've they've been burnt once 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So the board of directors are like, no, we need to make sure that this is absolute guilt-edged. We are going to make games that people are going to mm-hmm. play. So let's have 10 years but... of mobile. Let's see the Switch fully embedded. Let's wait until there's a Switch Pro and then there's full ecosystems around it. And, and then... Will release something as soon as one release something. Something. Switch couldn't be doing any better. No, exactly. Exactly. The Switch could not be doing any better for sure. So it's, 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 it's just it's dumb in my mind. It's dumb. Try it. I yeah, bet you'll make 100%. a lot of money. Hundred <laughs> percent. But that, that's the thing, though. As soon as one makes some money from it, then everyone else will do the same thing. It, it's 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 that. Oh, oh, we're also in the start line, and we're all ready to run. But did he blow the whistle? Are we are we are we good to go? Are we? I mean, Fortnite's already gone, and they're running down there. We're not sure if they're. In the race or not, they look like they're winning, mm. but but I don't know. Okay, and you've just got PUBG and COD and Apex. I mean, obviously Apex have slowly started to set off as well now. They're they're all just stood there waiting to go. Should, should we? Should we? And then when one goes, the other one goes. Fuck. Okay, I'll go as well. And then everyone yeah. else starts going as well. But it's, it feels like it's at that point. None of them think. Oh, is it? Is it safe? Is it fine? It feels like yeah, yeah. they're there. Uh, drones, guns that shoot lasers, lol. Deplorable shields, hell no, uh, says Steel Bonsai. He said he meant deploying or deployable shields, but deplorable is also acceptable. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. The, sh- the things like the shields and the lasers and stuff like that, I don't want. I don't want. That's, I'm not interested in that. That said, the game looks good in itself as a separate experience. So PUBG New State, the fact it's not PUBG 2, because if that was PUBG 2, mm-hmm. that's not PUBG. That's New State, it's different. Um, fine. That's fine by me. Um, I'll take a PUBG 2 instead. Um, I'd try New State, just like I'd try Black Ops, and loads of people love Black Ops, and that's their, the pinnacle of their Call of Duty games. Modern Warfare were the ones for me. Uh, anything advanced, infinite or futuristic stuff, get in the bin. But, yeah, uh, PUBG 2 I will take. Uh, Slimrock, good morning, dude, says, everyone who thinks PUBG should, should stick to being a hardcore military battle royale are running around the maps in horse costumes. Well, there is that. <laughs> but, that's, that's see, that's my problem with it, is my character looks like Idris Elba because he's a badass. Um, he's got uh, a leather jacket on because leather jackets are badass. Um, probably something with a hood because hoods are badass. Uh, aviator shades because they're also badass. And big black military boots because they're badass. Uh, and that's kind of the thing. I want some badass boots on the ground military shooter. But if I go into the store, I was looking at it, uh, the other day to see what kind of items they were in the store. And if you go to the eSports store, there's some really cool stuff in there. Uh, the eSports store is stuff that you can buy um, or you don't unlock with the season pass. You have to kind of get tokens, which you either get by watching broadcasts or by buying skins in-game. You then gamble then those tokens for a chance to be able to get points and hopefully you get enough points to buy the skins. They're, they're good-looking skins, but... Yeah, yeah, you're not guaranteed to be getting those. But then you go to the ones that you're guaranteed that you can buy, and there was something called what was it? It was it was mood killer, but mood as in mood killer. <laughs> and literally, you were running around with cow print stuff. I mean, like like Gary was yesterday when he was dressed as Woody kind of thing. It might, like like you you look like you're off, fresh off a farm, and it's just like why. Why have you done this? Why? And then the Valentine's Day skins, little red riding hood. Why? Why would I want to run around dressed like Little Red Right? What is this? So there is, there is, there is a huge element of people running around in, with stupid skins. Part of it is fun uh, because, yeah, I, I, let's just wear these stupid clothes because it's stupid. I bought one that made me look like a uh, um, 
a chicken, a mascot from an American baseball game because it looked it looked fucking class. Um, I wore it. The novelty wore off, and I went back to being uh, big badass stuff. So you want some of that novelty stuff for sure, but. The thing is, like people have shown a little bit of interest in that novelty stuff, and that's just what's rammed down your throat now. It's like, do you want to be a badass? Yeah. Well, tough. Here's a chicken. Hey. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot, a lot of people do it because obviously it's fun and that's kind of expressing their personality. But a lot of people just do it because that's kind of all there is now. That's the only thing that's new. Anything that was badass is hidden behind a paywall and then behind uh, a a gamble wall i don't know what the fuck you call that to get it off the stream using ep and all the rest yeah um i've recently tried rogue company oh it's gone and it's gone um uh, there we go. Uh, I've recently tried Rogue Company, and that is okay, but that is a game that takes me uh, but is that a game that takes me away from PUBG? No. See, it has Dr. Disrespect in it, so that's a good game. Um, Dr. Disrespect plays that game, but is that a game that's taken him away from other games? No. He'll go back into it and play it uh, sporadically because his arena's in it, his skin is in it, mm-hmm. but even then he doesn't play it all the time. It shows you that it's not a forever game. Um, uh, that has things like drones and deploying shields, and that isn't something I like. Um, Slimrocks, uh, in response to Slimrocks' comment about horses, he says, don't forget the dinosaur costume. I currently have a reindeer level three helmet skin. Fight me. <laughs> well, exactly. Uh, I mean, I've got the old school horse um, he- like mask thing that you got in the Vikendi season pass, uh, which is kind of a horse with antlers or something like that. It's, yeah. Don't use it, though. It was fun at first for those few games, and it's gone. Okay, let's get back to being badass. Um, Splatoon is uh, 2 is the biggest shooter loosely based on the Switch. Um, Call of Duty was released on the Switch, and it was trash, apparently. As for sports stuff, I reckon it's down to resources and the amount of people playing it on Switch. A lot of people, me included, has the Switch as a secondary console, and I think that this is something that publishers think about. I mean, I, I agree. I agree. But that's the thing, though. A lot of people have it as a secondary console. A lot of people have it as a primary console now, yeah. and a lot of people have it as a secondary console that would happily replace the primary console or they would happily spend on um i, I think mm-hmm. i don't know i i think there's there's a little bit of fear from the developers publisher standpoint but there's also um maybe they don't have the correct data enough because there has not been a wealth of sports games or, or shooters other than splatoon i feel like they, they pro- there's probably enough there for them to, to succeed now but it's obviously it's a gamble still because I said probably enough to succeed. Is that enough to spend 50 million on the marketing campaign and developing a game and getting a new studio and creating IPs or just porting IPs? I mean, maybe not even 50 million, but me saying it's probably enough is probably not enough <laughs> information. Mm. So I've tried to search for some info on Call of Duty on Switch and I can't find anything. <coughs> Excuse me. You're chatting shit, Gary. You're chatting shit. Shit, <laughs> Shara. Uh, Bonza says, my player at the moment currently looks like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, yes, Graham. Hey, uh, Gary's given a link. What is this? What is this? Click it, click. Uh, loading. Oh, there we go. Hey, post an image of yourself as the final boss without downloading new pics. This is Gary's pick from yesterday. Uh, so, yeah, basically, this is Gary's PUBG skin. Look at that. He's a mood killer. He's got the cow print uh, vest and, like, yeah, the neckerchief and stuff. Yeah, it's absolutely him. That's it. Gary's Gary is the PUBG skin. GG, Gary. Also, once again, for sharing that. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Nice. Um, uh, all companies are like the seagulls from Finding Nemo when they see it can be done. Mine, mine, mine. Exactly. Right, they are right, very right. much so. It makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, because 
when you know it's safe, you'll go into the water. But if you think there's a big fuck off shark out there ready to trash everything, no, 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 no. Uh, the Doctor Disrespect skin looked awesome, but yeah, the game is okay. Um, yeah, I was going to get it, even though I've got the game. I was going to get the skin, but then I realized the skin was like 35 quid or whatever. So I was like, ah, I'm not going to play it, so I won't bother. Uh, remember when EA released FIFA on the Switch, and then the following year they did the same and just changed the number? Yeah, me and Bibby were playing that in the airport after Gamescom last not last year, year before, because last year was the yeah. year before. <laughs> um, yeah, that is sad, even on EA standards. Uh, I said switch uh, for COD, but I meant Vita. Ah, there you go, there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the um, FIFA just update jobby cycle thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's put a pin in PUBG. So PUBG New State is a new play on the Battle Royale genre. It will be coming out to, uh, on mobiles um, later this year, according to that. I do believe that we will have some PUBG uh, news soon. Because for those of you who don't know, PGIS, the PUBG Global Invitational uh, series, is on um, right now. I think it's actually broadcasting at this point in time from Korea. Um, so the... the it started at the start of February. It runs all the way into March. Um, they have a number of weeks of qualifications, then a big final bit at the end. And ta-da! I, I would be surprised if we get to the end of that and there hasn't been some major announcement from PUBG. I would be very surprised if that's the case. I mean, I would even go as far as saying if there's going to be a PUBG 2 and we've had a lot of leaks and a lot of news and a lot of rumours, if there's going to be a PUBG 2 and it's going to be announced anytime soon... I wouldn't be surprised if that happens alongside the finals or just before the finals of PGIS to make sure more people watch it, where they, they do a teaser and then they'll have some news or they just have the teaser in the finals of the PGIS. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case because they've spent a shitload of money on that setup, on that broadcast, flying um, however many players it was, 64-ish players out to Korea, putting them up for a month and a half, two months. There's a lot of money being spent there. Is that just for esports or is that is there a marketing angle to that? I wouldn't be surprised if there's some marketing involved in that. So if, if you're interested in PUBG, then we may have some stuff over the next few weeks. We will see. Um, anyway, next bit of news. Andy Robinson at VGC says, CD Projekt has delayed Cyberpunk's second major patch, blaming recent cyber attack. Patch 1.2 slips to late March. CD Projekt Red has delayed its second major Cyberpunk 2077 patch, citing disruption caused by a recent cyber attack. Patch 1.2 was due to be released in February and fixed the remaining prominent issues on last-gen consoles. CD Projekt now says it will arrive in the second half of March. Uh, quote, while we dearly wanted to deliver patch 1.2 for Cyberpunk 2077 in the time span we detailed previously, the recent cyber attack on the studio's IT infrastructure and extensive scope of the update mean this, unfortunately, will not happen, it said. Quote, our goal for patch 1.2 goes beyond any of our previous updates. We've been working on numerous overall quality improvements and fixes, and we still have work to do to make sure that's what you get. With that in mind, we're now aiming for release in the second half of March. It's not the news we enjoy sharing but we want to make sure we launch this update properly. Stay tuned for more information as the time draws closer. Thank you for your continued patience and support. CD Projekt Red revealed earlier this month that it had fallen victim to a targeted cyber attack. In a statement, the developer said some of its internal systems had been compromised and certain data stolen. The group claiming to be behind the attack reportedly auctioned off the stolen data, which allegedly includes the source code for Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3. Cyberpunk 1.1's update released last, mo uh, last month, adding various stability improvements related to memory usage, crashage, uh, crashes, bug 
uh, quest bugs, performance, and visual issues, which you can see outlined in the full patch notes. Let's leave that there. So obviously we know it's had a rocky start, potentially the rockiest start in, in video game history, Cyberpunk 2077. The road getting uh, the road to getting that back to where we'd expect it to be is also proving to be rocky. Patch 1.2 has slipped into late March, uh, late March as a result of recent cyber attacks, according to CD Projekt Red. What are your thoughts on that, babe? Yeah, it is inevitable. It's when we broke the story um, about this going to uh, about them having the cyber attack. We said this is doing absolutely nothing. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it was a target as in you need to put your finger out your ass and sort this out ASAP. It was a target for money. Um, and we knew that this was going to have repercussions in terms of this is probably now one of the biggest excuses that they could have used when they're going to be delaying the game again. Never mind, obviously, them having to sit and go through every single file that could have, could have potentially been uh, corrupted or locked or something like that. It was always going to delay it. This, is, this shouldn't be new news to anyone. The guys who have... Uh, done the cyber attack it was for their monetary gain but we knew full well that at the end of the day it's going to cause us massive massive problems um and it's ended up delaying the game even further to absolutely nobody's surprise um this is almost as surprising as anthem getting binned um in my eyes but we will see i think uh the the playstation 5 version is going to get delayed now as well um so yeah it might be christmas time we actually might end up getting this game a year later who knows? Which is what we no probably should have got it anyway, to be fair, but there you go. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it's 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 I don't know, it's a difficult one. Because you you I mean take your time. The the reason we're in this message is because that didn't happen. Take the time. If especially if you've been under a major attack as well, because the attack that they've had isn't just someone trying to trying to hack into their business and go, hey, this is someone that's taken huge, huge chunks of um, the company's foundations. The source code for uh, The Witcher and Cyberpunk both been taken and given away and auctioned off. Apparently they were sold on the dark web within hours or something like that. They went on, someone put in a, a bid and they was like, yep, we'll have that. So it must have been a fucking astronomical bid, you have to feel. So they've had some ex extreme circumstances, um, possibly fueled by the fact that they let a lot of people down. I'm not saying that justifies it by any stretch of the imagination at all, um, but that's possibly part of it. They've made a target for themselves because they have upset people, and some people have taken it too far, gone in and thought, fuck it, you, know, you, you upset me, I'm going to fucking take all your stuff. Um, so they've had some, some horrendous situations to deal with. That said, you can't help but feel, were they behind? Were they delayed? Were they just... Just not gonna hit target anyway because we've seen that many, many, many times recently with CD Projekt. Is uh, a cyber attack as as horrendous and and shit as it was? Is that a good cover story, Devil's Advocate? Is that is that a good good example? Uh, is that a good reason for them to say actually we're we're, we're behind now? Yeah. Is it is it is it a case of well they were gonna be behind anyway? But this gives them the reason for it. I mean we don't know we don't know we have to take them at face value and say that actually that is the reason for it. But you can't, you, you can't be fooled into thinking that there's not going to be a large number of people out there that, that are just seeing that as an excuse. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's an easy excuse for them to make. Now, if they had to bide any more time or they needed more time, it's a very easy excuse for them to be able to make. And then 
again, this is why I think that the people who ended up hacking it was purely for monetary gain, not to say sort your shit out, because this was always going to be the first cover story. I don't think this is a, this isn't us putting the boot, and this is a story that uh, I think we're probably on Cyberpunk's side uh, <laughs> for once. They, they didn't deserve it, um, regardless of what people may think. Yes, they put the game out far too early. Is it still enjoyable to a lot of people? Absolutely. Is it still a broken mess in a lot of instances? Absolutely. Um, but this was the this was only the ever outcome that the only outcome that it ever would have been um, when someone hacks into the system. If they need more time, this is the easiest excuse to be put on a play. Everybody knows that it was hacked. They put PR statements out pretty much straight away so they could buy themselves well to let everyone know that information your information hasn't been leaked. And it's just to say if we need a little bit more time, this is the perfect excuse for us now. And that's exactly what they've been given. So the people who was doing it in the first place was doing it for their own financial gain, not for anything else. But yeah, it's it. again, when it comes to the PlayStation 5 fix, just take as much time as you need. The 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 hot fix that they wanted to put out that was intended to be out soon, that's obviously going to get, that's obviously been put back. You can't really blame them. <laughs> you genuinely can't because I can't imagine how long it would have taken to go through every single file from a person's house there could be a hundred people working on this. Each person will have to have all of their files checked and then the remote server inside as well. That could have taken a month for all yeah. we know. We don't know that. So it, this was the only inevitable outcome. Yeah, no, I, I, that, that's the thing. That's the thing is a lot of that stuff will happen, but a lot of work could still go on as well whilst that is happening. So there is like, if there could be one file that could be, uh, kilobytes inside uh, in size or a meg or whatever one file that just has the back door that will allow the hackers get to get back into the system so they have to check absolutely everything not only to make sure that things haven't been taken but to make sure that there's nothing sat in there to allow it to happen again so there is a lot of due diligence that has to be done by CD Projekt that said the people that will be doing that will not be the development teams so in theory the development teams could progress as well um so yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know enough. Nobody knows enough. That's the thing. Um, but he can easily be forgiven for wondering if that is just uh, an excuse. The Triple J has now followed. That's interesting because we had little Triple H yesterday, <laughs> and we've now got uh, the Triple J. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for the follow. Welcome to the stream, Aki R six. Uh, oh no, that was that was yesterday. I apologize, but thank you for the follow. Then I miss. I must have missed that one. Thank you for the follow. Um, uh, do you know what? Do you know what? It's it's. I'm I'm just gonna go back to something we said before. Take your time. Make make sure it's all right. Fix it and give us a good game. Um, it's 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 still sat here, and it's gonna remain in this drawer, wrapped in its cellophane packaging until the PS5 version comes along and until patch 1.2 and all the rest has been out. So if it's in March or if it's in December, it doesn't matter. It's going to stay there until it's ready to be played, and I'm not going to touch it until then. And that's that's my thoughts on it. Um. I wish someone would hack into Konami and fix Pez. <laughs> it's a bit extreme. <laughs> uh, do you imagine that? Sort of, uh, someone hacks into your server and then not to take your stuff and maliciously sell it on the black market, just just hacks in to do some coding on your behalf. <laughs> that, I don't think they'll do that. Um, we've never, never spoken about an, uh, about Cyberpunk 2077 on here. Is this a new game, says Gary? Are you... I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's news to me. Uh, that PS5 version is coming in 2077 at this rate, <laughs> says Mr. T. <laughs> uh, I'm back off to work now, says Lake. Have a nice day-ish. Thank you very much, Lake, for being here. Enjoy work. Um, 
regardless if you're having a bad experience with the game or not, hacking is not a good look, man. Yeah, I think I think it's Bants. Um, I hope it's Bants. <laughs> um, I'm surprised they didn't put more of a spin on it to get sympathy. I mean, that's actually rewinding. I hope it's Bants. Some people on the internet will say stuff like that as Bants. You know that there are some people out there on, on, on the internet that will say that as not Bants <laughs> as well. So, yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't put more of a spin on it to get sympathy and goodwill uh, and said they are checking the code for any little security exploit and patching it. If, if it wasn't for the hackers, it would have been ready. I mean, that's a good point. Maybe they thought that th that would be met with... Bans, yeah, nice. Um, maybe that would have been met with some um, criticism. People would... maybe. I mean, I'm already devil's advocating it. it devil's advocating it now. Not that advocating... Uh, it's advocating. There we go. Devil's advocating. Um, um, I'm already playing devil's advocate. Let's just say it like that. It's easier. Now that's without them pushing it as a thing. So maybe it's a PR thing. Maybe they've just thought, actually, if we if we do go ham and we do push that heavily, people will start to look at it a little bit more. So maybe they've gone for the, the, the less is more approach. The less details we give, the better it will be for us. And then just, just crack on. Um, uh, I've been playing... Uh, more Pez lately, and it's great in my opinion, says Bonsai. Nice, nice. Um, I've, I've, do you know, I've hardly played much of it, as you could probably tell from the uh, stream on Sunday. Uh, without Masters of the League, um, I've not touched much Pez recently. Um, I've just been busy-ish. That's the same thing with all the other games. I've been busy-ish, so when I've... Because uh, obviously having the sex band built, um, for anyone new here, we've had work done in the house. It's not really a sex band. Or is it? Or is it? Maybe that's double bluff. Um, so, yeah. For, for me, when I do get time to play, that's why I just, just keep playing PUBG. You've not really got the time to jump into anything else right now. But uh, Gary says, uh, in response to uh, Pipkiles, thumbs up. Is it though, Doc Gif? <laughs> Bantua. Uh, anyway, uh, CD Projekt Red has delayed Cyberpunk's second major patch. It's a uh, major patch. It's not coming until the end of the year. Uh, so there you go. One final bit of news for us to jump into, though, before we do disappear and let you get on with your day. Um, although we will be playing games after this, by the way. So once I get on with the day, what I mean is not go anywhere. Stay where you are and join us for the next stream. Uh, mm. The final story, though, is this one. There we go. Andy Chalk, a PC gamer, says US politician pitches a fresh new idea. Ban Grand Theft Auto. Oh, that's fresh. Why has nobody mentioned that before? Um, so a bill proposing a ban on GTA and other violent video games was prompted by a rise of carjackings in and around Chicago. Yes, that's the results of cars being stolen. Grand Theft Auto, the video game, is the reason that cars have been stolen. Absolutely nothing to do with the, uh, the current socioeconomic climate that people are struggling with whatsoever. I mean, I've not even read through this article but all I will say before even reading it, this article could apologize if it does step on its toes. Uh, there's a lot more that would make me go out and steal a car happening in the world right now than because I've seen it in a video game. I mean, a lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people are fucking struggling with, with all sorts of shit going on. There could be more reason to steal a car from life than there would be from video game. Anyway, that's my that's my initial thoughts. Let's see what the article actually says. Um the Chicago Sun-Times is reporting that, following a rise in carjackings in and near the city of Chicago, Illinois State Representative Marcus C. Evans Jr. is proposing a ban on the sale of violent video games. Bill HB3531, which is a name that slicks off the tongue, is reduced, <laughs> uh, introduced by Evans last week, seemed to amend Illinois violent video games law in the Criminal Code of 2012, which currently restricts the sale or rental of violent video games to minors to prohibit the sale of all 
violent video games. The bill also seeks to broaden the definition of violent video games in the context of the law to mean any game that encourages players to perpetuate human-on-human violence in which the player kills or or otherwise causes serious physical or psychological harm to another human or animal. Similarly, it would expand what qualifies as serious physical harm to include psychological harm and child abuse, sexual abuse, animal abuse, domestic violence, violence against women, or motor vehicle theft with a driver or passenger present inside the vehicle when the theft begins. Sanhu, thank you very much for the follow. Welcome into the stream. Um, The bill doesn't name any games specifically, but it appears to be aimed primarily at the Grand Theft Auto games, which enable players to, among other things, carjack NPCs whenever they want a new ride. Quote, I feel like this game has become a huge issue in this spectrum, Walker said. When you compare the two, you see harsh similarities as it relates to these carjackings. Uh, There's a sense of deja vu to the whole thing. Those of us who have been around for a little while will will recall that disgraced former attorney Jack Thompson waged a long-running war against GTA and Take-Two Interactive Chairman Strauss-Selnick and supported state-level legislation that banned the sale of mature video games to minors. Those laws were repeatedly struck down as unconstitutional, however, and when the state of California, governed at the time ironically by Arnold Schwarzenegger, took the matter to the Supreme Court of the United States, it lost again. In the 7-2 ruling, the court declared Brown versus Entertainment Merchants Association that video games, like other media, are protected by the First Amendment. Um, like the protected books, plays, this is a quote by the way, like the protected books, plays and movies that preceded them, video games communicate ideas and even social messages through many familiar literary, uh, literary devices such as characters, dialogue, plot and music and through features distinctive to the medium such as the player's interactual, uh, interaction with the virtual world, the ruling states. That suffices to confer First Amendment protection. Under our constitution, uh, aesthetic and moral judgments about art and literature are for the individual to make, not for government to decree, even with the mandate or approval of a majority. Uh, By all appearances, that would make this proposed ban a non-starter. State-level efforts to legislate bans on video games effectively came to a halt following that ruling because there was no room left to manoeuvre. I I don't see how Evans' bill avoids a conflict with that ruling because it simply aims to impose a blanket ban on violent video games because they're violent. Quote, while our industry understands and shares concerns about what has been happening in Chicago, there simply is no evidence of a link between interactive entertainment and real-world violence, the Entertainment Software Association said in a statement issued in response to the bill. We believe the solution to this complex problem resides in examining thoroughly the actual factors that drive such behaviours rather than erroneously ascribing blame to video games based solely upon speculation. In light of the challenges it faces, it will be very interesting to see what sort of traction this bill gets in the Illinois legislature. Uh, I've reached out to Rep Evans for more information on his proposed bill and we'll update if I receive a reply. What the fuck? Are we back in 1995? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Everything's come full circle. Uh, this isn't... Uh, there's a bit in the article that you mentioned uh, right in the centre where it was... Uh, it took the matter to the Supreme Court. It lost again in a 7-2 ruling. The court declared that Brown versus Entertainment that video games, like other media, are protected by the First Amendment. Fair enough, if you had stores trying to sell these this stuff to kids... There is a reason why they've got an 18 badge on the front of it. And if you are a parent and you don't want your children playing these games, don't let them play them. But for everybody else that has uh, a, a normal life, shall we say, and aren't affected by wanting to play a game and then go and carjack someone instantly, 
that feels like it's a little bit of a mental health problem. That's something that needs, needs to be looked at by somebody else, not a governor trying to ban different sorts of medias because they think that it would lead to something. Like, the person who's saying this has probably got Scarface on DVD. Do you know what I mean? Like, what? what his favourite film's The Godfather. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just, it's bonkers to me. It's bonkers. It, it, like you say, it, we were right back in 1995 again. This is never going to get passed. Nothing like this is ever going to get passed because that sets a precedent. You can't create these games, therefore you can't create other medias. Uh, you can't have TV shows, you can't have films, you can't have books. It's, you, you can't pass it. Like Fair enough when it comes to stuff like Manhunt, things like that. That was a, that was a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit different. Um like thrill kill we mentioned that not long ago those were just violence for the sake of violence um to try and shock and e scare people essentially even but still, again even st you, you can't ban that stuff i mean yeah even still i mean violence for the sake of violence is is a subjective kind of thing you, even then like it's just it's it's the messaging and the meanings behind those violence. The fact that there's no meaning is is a meaning in itself. It's it's still just a portrayal of a circumstance. Uh, yeah, exactly. So art is 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 conflict for a lot of people. A lot of times, a lot of art is controversial. Um, and just because you What's don't religion? like it, yeah, exactly. And just, politics. Just because yeah. you don't like it and you don't you don't agree with a piece of art doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad and it should be gone. Oh, it doesn't suit my taste, so let's kill it with fire. No, that's not how the world works. That makes the world a very narrow, uh, narrow-minded and and unaccepting place. If anything, that's bad. That's what you're trying to teach, but then you're still there going and doing the exact same thing when it suits your agenda, Mr. Mm -hmm. Mr. Politician. No. Yeah. Marcus... Same way as playing the Tims and letting your character go into the swimming pool and taking the uh, the, the ladders away. Letting your lemmings fall off a brick. Uh, let your le lemmings fall off a hill. Like, eh, There's violence in most video games, regardless of what the definition of violence is. What are you going to do about them all? Nah, you're alright, mate. David says, makes sense to me. Because if we ban COD and Battlefield, we can end all wars. If it wasn't for them, we would live in a utopia, I'm sure. It's not the socio-political situation thing whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah, it. That's exactly. it. It's, it is stupid. It's stupid. There was, um, I think it was High Score. There was an episode um, that had GTA, uh, had a big section on, on GTA. And that, that other game that I was talking about the other week, the one where you basically controlling the cctv system someone found it and put it in the chat maybe it was gary can't remember anyway um and you're looking at the court cases in the 90s where they're looking at getting gta banned and, and stuff like that and you you're listening to those cases now and I, and literally it was about a month ago we watched it and i'm sat there thinking these are so cringy because these people i know the, i know the fact is it is behind the times because it's 25 years old whatever but these people are so behind the times. Even for then, it was just like, they just, they don't know. They've not done, you can tell, they'd not done their research into what was happening in the games, what the meanings were in the games. Uh, and they were just blindly going, yes, this should be bad uh, and banned and, and got rid of because of the reasons. And it's like, you've not even played it. You've not looked at it. You've just heard other like um, stereotypical soccer moms out there complaining. So you're complaining because you, it's good for your political stance to to fight for their corner, not because it's something you've actually believed in. It's the same thing with this. Um, there's been there's been uh, uppress, uh, un, uh, uprising and social unrest in Chicago. Do I, as a politician in Chicago, look at how I can fix that? 
or do I just go for a uh, figurehead banning of a video game to show that I've done something? Yes, let's do that. How about sort out your feckin', I don't know if it's the right word, but sort out your constituency. Look after the people that you're supposed to be looking after. Don't take away the feckin' escapism because you don't understand what it is. Fix their problems rather than trying to fix their solutions. That's your fucking way you're going wrong, you whoppers. What a, wow, take that. Fix their problems rather than fix their solutions. There you go. Green Day uh, running for a member of parliament in Salford as of uh, 2022. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, uh, Gary says, that's not a sex ban. That's a room to keep all your scalped, uh, scalped PS5s. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Um, ban GTA, but don't ban violent TV shows or movies. Makes sense. Uh, video games are always the scapegoat. It is, of course, not that people are living in bad areas for Chicago with the highest crime rate in a city of, uh, and a lack of employment in the US and that people are desperate. Nope, it's not that. It's, of course, everyone playing GTA. Exactly. There's so much going on all the time, let alone the fact that in the middle of a pandemic, businesses are going under left, right, and center. People are stretched. Um, and that's without me knowing anything about the specific circumstances of Chicago right now. There could be something bubbling under the surface in Chicago that I'm not even aware of uh, because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a UK idiot. So, so, But what I can tell you is it's, it's not Grand Theft Auto. Absolutely is not. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is somewhere once... once once in a million, someone might say, oh, someone's, I've been stealing cars in GTA. And, 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 and yeah, people are, are suggestible, um, but not to the point where someone just monkey see, monkey do. Oh, stole a car in a video game, so I'm going to do that. Nice. I mean, I'm, I, I have an Iron Man helmet there, and I've played Marvel's Avengers and stuff. doesn't mean I go running around the streets punching people wearing it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, maybe I do, but uh, I don't know. We'll see it on the news. Anyway, um, uh, I bet they blame the fall of Detroit's motor industry on Grand Theft Auto and not the fact that companies like Ford, General Motors or Nissan move production to China due to cost. Yeah, because the thing is there, though, if if they engage in the fact that the business have moved their uh, production to China, um, there's political reasoning there as well. I mean, if it's due to cost, sh surely they could have looked at reducing costs to keep those businesses in their country. But then that points the finger of blame at them as politicians. So maybe we just, just blame the video game so we don't have to... Yeah, that, okay, that's a good distraction. Let's do that. Um, Pipkilly says exactly what I was going to say, babes. Isn't this the point of age ratings? Uh, I still remember when Bully got banned back in the day. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the point. I mean, art is art. It's, it's hugely subjective. Doesn't mean that it's it doesn't have sensitive and potentially um, uncomfortable content. And that's where the age, raging, age rating system comes in, in terms of some, peop some people aren't, aren't, will never be uh, at, at a position in their life where they can pick up any art of a certain style. So some people might see the most graphic things and will never be comfortable seeing that. Um, but usually, because of social grounding, and it's a purely... Um, like stereotyping, we would assume that when once you're 12, you can watch content of this style. Once you're 15, you can watch content of this style. And once you're 18, you can watch content of this style. And that's kind of the way that, that, we, that the rating system works. Based on stereotypes, it's, it's obviously a one-size-fits-all approach. But the point is, usually people um, are fine to look at certain content of certain nature. The reality is some people will be able to look at content of that nature much younger. Some people will never be able to look at that, that content. But the ratings are there to help people. So as long as people um, are 
using the rating system, then that's what it's there for. You have content that people should be able to get to, that the First Amendment of the American Constitution says people should be able to get to. The thing your society is built on says people should be able to have this content. Um, and then you have a way to protect people from getting into that with the edge rating system. What more do you want? You, you, you can't... Yeah, you understand what I'm saying. It's, just, it's fucking bullshit. Uh, it makes sense to me because... And I've read that one. David's ban, uh, ban COD and Battlefield 1. Um, by banning everything... It's restriction on creativity, and that is something we don't want to start doing. Uh, it's putting a restriction on creativity. Exactly. I mean, why why do we just ban the bad stuff? Why don't we just... I mean, some some words are mean. Let's ban the words. Actually, the thing is, those words weren't all mean to begin with. Some, some words that are mean now were actually nice words a few years ago, and some nice words a few years ago are mean words now. So... Why don't we just ban words? Because, you know, I mean, we don't want to we don't want kids to be using words because, you know, I mean, they might be using it now, but it might mean something else in the future. So let's just ban the words um, and all forms of communication. Um, let Yeah, just just existing in silence. Actually, no form of communication. So that would include just touching and meeting people. So let's not meet people. And then in one generation, we'll all just die because because if you don't meet people or communicate, you're not going to have the rudies, which means there's no babies, which means we're all gone. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> Cheers. Um, if games influenced me that much, I would have been popping pills trying to eat ghosts as a kid. Exactly. There you go. Smashing your head against the wall in a dark room, ch uh, chomping pills. That's Pac-Man for you. But anyway, that's the end of the show. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of The Scoop. A nice, a nice long old show with a lot to talk about. We, we finished off with politics in the US and I'm trying to ban Grand Theft Auto once again. Before that, we spoke about CD Projekt Red having to delay the second major patch for Cyberpunk as a result of the cyber attacks on the studio. Before that, uh, we spoke about PUBG's new game, New State, which will be coming to mobile devices later on this year. Is that PUBG 2 that's been rumoured or is this just something else before the PUBG 2? We will keep you abreast abreast <laughs> of all uh, uh, advances as they come over the time the show that uh, the story at the start of the show was potentially the last time that anthem will do exactly that anthem has been cancelled anthem 2.0 anthem next whatever you want to call it by the way will not be working on that anymore so it's probably not going to lead the line on the scoop ever again unless it gets some miraculous resurgence out of left field but we don't see it coming Unlikely. Yeah. Unlikely. Uh, so we are done for The Scoop now. Thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of The Scoop. We'll be going off and coming back on with some video games in, in just a few. So if you want to see us play some video games, feel free to lurk around in the channel. We're not going to drop a raid on someone because, you know, it's pointless to send in everyone else somewhere and then bring them all back shortly. So we will just wrap up the stream and jump back on. Um, if you want to know what that is, then just stick around. You'll see very soon. Obviously, you can find all of that stuff on our socials, but I'm not going to mention that because that's ripping off Bibby's end of show show stuff. So, Bibby, yeah. before we disappear and come back with video gameage, is there anything you'd like to add? Yes, there is, Graham Day. Thank you very much to each and every one of you that have got involved with the show. Gary, for supplying one of the articles today and the rest of you guys that are joining us in the chat along for the debate. If you do, if you do want to get involved with the show, there's two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream World across all major social media platforms. Secondly, find us on our Discord. There's an area on there called The Scoop. All we need from you is the URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions tomorrow at what time, Mr. Graham Day? Uh, I think about the time tomorrow that we will be live. The time that we're live is every single weekday, Monday to Friday, which is usually 10 a.m. Ish. Oh, we've both got the issues. Hey, 10 a.m. ish. As mentioned, we do this on the side. This isn't our day job. It doesn't play the, pay the bills, but it does a little bit because you guys support us with subs and, and donations and things like that. And we very, very much appreciate it. It does help keep the lights on because without you guys, I'd be sat here like this. 
Oh, actually, no, without you guys, I'd be sat here like this. Oh, <laughs> so we appreciate you guys all supporting the show. Thank you very much. Everyone that does turn out, that does drop subs and just lurks in the stream. Everything helps. We appreciate you all for the support. Um, we are going to disappear now. We will be back shortly with some video games. Not quite sure what right now, but you'll find out soon. So until then, have yourselves a lovely day. And stay for stay.